Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Walking with the Archetypes. I am Ivan Figenskjær-Schellum, your host and founder of Reclaim Your Inner Throne, the men's initiation. I'm walking on slightly dodgy surfaces here. It's quite icy, so I'm going to be a bit careful so I don't fall flat on my face. And um, this topic today uh, of humility and how humility is an essential quality in kingship. This topic has uh, come to me based on, well, seeing what's happening in Canada now. We uh, need to come to a reckoning, a point of reckoning with what happens when our leaders are people that do not listen that uh, do not admit mistakes. And um, yeah, I was just reflecting that I don't really ever see politicians admit to mistakes. And admitting to mistakes is the essence of humility. It's not all that humility is, but if you cannot do that, you're not humble. And if you're not humble, you cannot be a steward of kingship or queenship you will become a shadowy leadership figure and potentially eventually turn to tyranny. So um, on this day here on this Friday, it's uh, a bit cold actually. It's, uh, it's been quite mild for a while, but now it's uh, below zero degrees Celsius again. So I'll be wandering in the local woods here as we cover this topic. So if you're ready, then let's dive in. Leadership is hard. Being a leader is hard and relating to a leader is hard. There is so much distortion in these relationships of outer hierarchy. As human beings, we seem to find them very challenging to be with because hierarchy is widely misunderstood as indicating better or worse. For the most part, I don't really see citizens generally relate to politicians in this functional way. It's so easy to be blaming or idealizing. Idealizing or demonizing is the dynamic. So I'm saying this. Ah, I'm walking on difficult ice here. I'm saying this. I there we go. Huh. I'm saying this to well give the leaders of the world that are 
seemingly doing everything wrong, I'm going to give them a little bit of a break and just confess, admit that my experience as well is that leadership is hard. That still doesn't excuse the behavior that we are watching though. Looking out over the ocean here after climbing that icy hill. When Justin Trudeau came into power some years back, I think most of us were excited. He seemed different, he seemed sweet, he seemed like he represented a hope for something more empathetic, compassionate, turning away from corporate greed and lobbyism, corruption. I think many of us, we hoped that this man would bring something new. And I think many people who are refusing to see what is going on in Canada right now are still focused on his good looks, his seeming charm, but if you actually pay attention, you will notice something very disturbing. Is that he never admits that he was wrong about anything. Every time he's challenged, he hunkers down, digs in his heels and attacks. Like a savage, savage dog, he attacks. Calling people Nazis, racists, misogynists, the very moment that they dare to have a different opinion to his. Now to have this kind of hubris of never being wrong about things is a red flag when it comes to leaders. Because it's a clear indication that the person lacks humility and with that humility it is impossible to live inside of the realization that I am merely a servant of a role, a principle, a people. Without humility, I think it is about me. And this is the worst mistake that any leader can make because it is the gateway drug to tyranny. That said, again, leadership is hard. And many times in my own role as a leader, I come to this point inside where, you know, do I need to set a boundary or does that mean that I'm not permeable to feedback? So we're often ending up in these polarities where there is a navigation of dynamics of power and boundaries that can confuse our relationship to humility. Because if I am always saying yes, that is not humility. If I'm always lowering the shield wall when somebody comes barging in, then that's not humility. There's a huge difference between humility and weakness. And after the break, let us explore more how to relate to these challenging dynamics of power, boundaries and humility. And also see if we can dig out some more learnings from the emerging totalitarian rule of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. I'll talk to you after the break. 
This is just a quick message to let you know that I have started producing videos again on the Reclaim Your Inner Throne YouTube channel. So if you can't get enough of archetypal insights, perspectives on men and masculinity, as well as current world events, then go to YouTube, search for Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and you will find more insights and inspirations that I think you will enjoy. Okay, and welcome back. So we have some important things to explore here today. These are fairly complex matters. And um, getting to a place where I'm authentically humble and not just fake humble or weak, that's a lot of work that is. It's a lifetime of work potentially. But let's return to Mr. Trudeau for a moment. He seems on the surface like a puppy dog. And so I think a lot of people project humility onto him. And that is what is so dangerous about this man. He is a character. He's an embodiment of some kind of ideal on the surface. But what are the patterns that are powering his actions and his words? That is the real question, not whether he has an aura of being sweet. When Justin Trudeau was kneeling on the grave of one of these Native American children back in the days, it seemed touching. There was a story that more than 200 Native American children had been murdered because, well, they took up too much space in some school, Catholic school, I believe. Justin Trudeau comes in, he kneels on the grave, holds a teddy bear and looks very sweet. The only problem is that we know that they weren't actually murdered and that that story is actually not true and that Trudeau was there for a photo op to make him look good so that his reign could be strengthened further. I didn't know this until a couple of days ago because obviously the press isn't forthcoming with sharing actual fact lately. So a lot of the time people that pretend to be humble sweet, they have a kind of sneaky way about them. This is often the case with more feminine beings, because this is how they wield their power. And you have to be careful with these people, because while they seem innocuous and humble on the surface, they're actually engaged in a pretty severe power struggle with you. They're trying to dominate you. So if you don't know this, or even worse, if you're actually doing this yourself, then, well, maybe pause here and breathe a couple of times and commit to changing that. But how do we as people develop humility? I don't think it's possible to get to this without having life experience. Because youthfulness is intrinsically connected to some kind of hubris, which is why it is so important for young people to find legit mentors that they can surrender to and yeah, live under the wing of for a while so that they can learn as the young men did in the initiations of the past, that they are not the center of the universe. And hopefully then the mentor or the elder has enough life experience, has failed enough times, has experienced illness, 
has struggled, has lived through the school of life for long enough to find humility. But of course, this may not be the most empowering frame to become humble, because then you can't really move towards humility proactively. You kind of have to sit around waiting for the world to smack you in the face with truth. So, yeah, indeed, one of the most important things that you can do is to seek out a mentor or an initiation of some kind. But another way, of course, is to listen to feedback from people. And again, we get complex here and it's very individual because a lot of the time we will listen to feedback from people far too much. Not because we're humble, but because actually we're kind of afraid of our hubris. We haven't started to trust our own power yet. And so we will have to use the feedback from others to regulate our own power. And this is why in order to find humility, we actually need to feel strong. And this is one of the most unintuitive points of reflection here. You cannot be humble without being powerful. It is impossible. Which is why in the teachings around the archetypes by Robert Moore is that you become a tyrant only as a result of being a weakling. That is to say that you have to find power somehow. And whether that is in the warrior sector through some kind of martial arts, or you gradually build up your skill through entrepreneurial activities and you start feeling like you have some level of offering to the world, you have something to, to give, you feel kind of dignified. Those are very good things. But for me, in my own life, the very best thing is to have a qualified guide or teacher. Because the thing that we do in life as human beings is that we have certain things, maybe rejection, certain messages that we don't want to hear, that we are doing everything that we can in order to avoid. It is very often related to some kind of exile from the tribe or some kind of rejection. And so we make ourselves smaller than we are in order to not be rejected. And that, of course, doesn't work. But the thing is, when you hear these things, when somebody tells you these things that you're so afraid of, when somebody tells me what I'm so afraid of, within a container of mentoring, transformation in a container that is solid that my own freak out is held in a safe space then this is by far the best way to develop humility because this kind of feedback from a qualified mentor it untangles our dysfunction it untangles our trauma knots and by being faced with a loving feedback on the exact point that I struggle with, then I become free. Then I am released from my own distortions around dynamics of power. And so this is super duper important to find that person 
One of the things that I struggled with personally a lot in my life was that I wasn't a good student because I didn't feel strong enough in my core to uh, surrender myself, humble myself to somebody else. And I would always be scanning for flaws in other people in order to disqualify them as a potential mentor. You may know this very well. I hear this from a lot of people and I also feel when people are doing it with me, like we're expecting some kind of level of perfection from people, right? But of course, you're not going to find anyone perfect. Somebody good enough is plenty, is plenty good. And then just develop that trust and over time, just allow yourself to be humbled by the penetrating, opening, loving, but fierce feedback and instructions from your mentor. This more than anything is the way to develop the humility that will make you a good leader. And of course, Justin Trudeau has not been trained in such a way. I don't quite know how Uncle Klaus Schwab has been training his little minions. He has initiated them into something. That's very clear. His people are very dangerous people. I would say at the very least sociopathic, but probably psychopathic. And yet they have all learned the art of looking sweet and good on the surface. Well, the veneer is starting to crack, shall we say. And Trudeau is, well, not looking good anymore. He is sharing hateful messages. He's not listening to any feedback. He's not going to change his opinion because, well, you know, he, he wants to be the man. He wants to be the leader. It's very clear. He wants to be popular. Well, that's about to change. And that can actually make him even more dangerous because he's going to be like a wild animal pushed up in a corner going like rah, rah, rah. I expect that we're about to see that. I think Trudeau is a man who is capable of killing his citizens very deliberately. I think he is also a man who is capable of genocide. And to have so many people admire him for being so sweet and so lovely and so gentlemanly when the nature of his being is a complete tyrant. That is a bit disturbing and it's saying something about how unmentored we are as a culture. Robert Moore's wisdom was that you cannot be a good king if you are weak. And our leaders are turning out to be weak. And so, as a result, they become tyrants. And I hope that uh, some of these reflections today have been helpful so that you can avoid some of these traps in your own life. You know, I've spent a lot of time in my own life debating these things, like, am I stubborn now? Am I like rigid or a tyrant or whatever? And, and at this point in my own particular case, it's become very clear that the thing that I haven't done enough is to tell people what to do and to have had very, very strong boundaries. And, you know, it's, it's a discovery bit by bit. And you will typically find people in your life that will collude with where you're at because we tend to create these echo chambers that reinforce our identities and they don't uh, support us to change. But, you know, given time, given the right guidance, we can all get to this place of humble leadership in the end. It's the path that I'm on and I hope it is the path that you're on and that throughout this challenging time that we're living through, 
I think we're going to get so many teachings, so much insight about what a good leader is, that just a few years from now, we're going to live in a world where the quality of leadership is of a whole other level. So let's make that happen. And let's now return to nature. All right, that's all I have for you today. I hope some of these reflections have been helpful. I don't think humility is very well understood in our culture. And even talking about it, it's almost like uh, finding the right words is a bit challenging because we are so used to celebrating and worshiping people full of hubris, people that are beating their chest and going, ah, oh, I am the master. But I'm very happy to see people like Jordan Peterson, who I experience as authentically humble, has gathered such a big audience. So the lichen is crispy under my feet. There are little frozen puddles of water on the paths here under these pine trees. Pine trees are ubiquitous in the southern parts of uh, Scandinavia. And walking under the pine trees is a very sweet experience for me because I associate it with beautiful memories from my childhood. So yeah, I hope that you have a lovely weekend. I know that on Monday it's Valentine's Day, so if you're in a relationship, and especially if you're a man, maybe it's time to start planning something to take a bit of leadership in your relationship and to treat your woman to a little adventure, to something nice. And I'm going to spend a bit of time on that this weekend myself. So anyway, hope you're well. I will speak with you next Friday. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.